As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskin, and you are listening to Fascination Street. <laughs> I believe that everybody has a story, and I'm fascinated to hear them. So come with me as we take a walk down Fascination Street. Welcome back, Streetwalkers. This episode is with playwright Wendy Hopkins, director Scott Cummins, and return guest Laura Nimmy. In this episode, we get to know Wendy and Scott and get caught up with Laura. Wendy tells us why she became a playwright, Scott explains why he got into theater, and Laura sings their praises. Then, we jump right into their new play, Pool Boy. Written by Wendy, directed by Scott, produced and starring Laura, this play takes place at a house on Mulholland Drive in Los Angeles, and is all about the need for human contact during the COVID pandemic. Pool Boy runs weekends from July 17th to August 22nd and is put on by the Lost Angels Theatre Company in L.A. For more details and tickets, go to LostAngelsTheatreCompany.com or PoolBoyOnMulholland.com. And this is my conversation with Laura Nimmy, Wendy Hopkins, and Scott Cummins. Welcome to Fascination Street Podcast, Laura Nimmy, Wendy Hopkins, and Scott Cummins. How are you guys doing? Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Oh, you're the sweetest. Well. Steve, this is Scott Cummins, our director. Hi, Scott. Wendy uh, Hopkins, hi. the playwright. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Steve. How are you? I am fantastic. Great. This is a really good looking bunch. Yeah. I feel like I should have dressed up. 
Laura, this is your return appearance. Thank you so much for coming back. I had a blast last time. I know, me too. Thanks for having me. I listened to it yesterday just to catch myself back up. And everybody who hasn't checked out Laura's episode of Fascination Street Podcast, go check it out because half the people that we talked about on that, on that episode have since been me too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks. Thanks, thanks, Dave. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh, it was quite hilarious when I was listening to that yesterday going, holy shit. Oh, holy shit. Oh, holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now I've got to listen to it again. Yes, go back and check it out. It was a lot of fun. All right. So, Laura, we know all about you. Blah, blah, blah. You're neat. Wendy, first of all, tell us where you're from, because I have a hunch it's not from america this is just a guess i could be wrong so tell us where you're from and what you wanted to be when you grew up oh that's a good question you're absolutely right i'm from canada i grew up outside of toronto in the suburbs of brampton ontario canada i'm gonna have to stop you if you're truly from toronto (laughs) then you have to say toronto the correct way toronto Toronto. There you go. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, nobody says it like that. Yeah, Toronto. And I wanted to be a figure skater. (laughs) That's absolutely true. I wanted to be a figure skater. But yeah, I went through a growth spurt when I was about 14. And I went from about 5'2 to almost 6'2 in that almost two-year period. And my figure skating days were over, Steve. So I had to find another outlet for my creativity (laughs) that sounds fantastic so wendy the reason that you don't look like michelle kwan is that you're not michelle kwan and then that's why you're not a figure that's right i mean i wasn't very good anyway steve let's face it i wasn't like an olympian or anything i had big dreams but they were thwarted by a growth spurt they were thwarted i love it so is it a requirement that uh, in canada all boys must learn how to play ice hockey and all girls must figure skate yes Cross the border and you will be tested. All right, Scott, where are you from? What did you want to be? If you say figure skater. <laughs> now, I'm from Chicago. I was born and raised in Chicago. And I wanted to be a professional baseball player. So I played all the kind of sports stuff. So I didn't even do theater until I was 18 years old. I, I never even saw a play until I was 18 years old. Really? So, How did you get all the way yeah, through I, school without seeing a play? Well, yeah. you'd see like the pageants and Christmas pageants. You'd have to be in and sing in the back. But not a real play that from beginning to end. You know, the blue collar South Side Chicago high schools are lucky if you show up. So it was, <laughs> became a good place to start, you know, hiding and meeting girls at 18. So, Ooh. you know, then you get the bug and here you, and then here we are. <laughs> nice. Doubling and everything. Yeah. So, Wendy, when did you decide to get into, I don't know, theater production and screenplay writing and things? My father uh, was a dry cleaner and I was either going to work for him or go to theater school. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Your father was a dry cleaner and you wanted to be a figure skater. Yeah. It's a very classic Canadian story, Steve. It's a very classic Asian (laughs) Canadian story. Wait. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. It's okay. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I went to work for him for a little while, maybe the summer. I mean, I did it all through my childhood, of course, but uh, I seriously went to work in the office and then I decided there's no way I'm going to stay here in the steam tunnel, working in the steam tunnel, driving a truck for the rest of my life. So I went to theater school straight out of high school. I guess I always wanted to be that. If I couldn't be a figure skater, I wanted to be 
on another stage, maybe. Yeah. So you were definitely decided you were going to be performing for folks, no matter what it was going to be. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Find telling, a spotlight somewhere else. <laughs> and telling stand-up to the uh, dry cleaner customers was not going to do it. No, exactly. Although I did do many dry cleaning conventions where I did a lot of stand-up about dry cleaning. It's a very niche market, Steve. Oh my God. I, <laughs> is there video on that? I want to see that. Sadly, there probably is somewhere, but. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, that's for real? I thought you were just messing with me. That was a real thing? No, I dragged my friends, my improv friends. I did a lot of improv as well. I dragged a lot of improv friends to do, you know, some sort of industrial show at the dry cleaning convention. Oh yeah, Steve, there it's got to make money somehow when you're an improviser and stand-up comic. Steve, Wendy's Wendy's fancy. She's a second city alum. Yes. She's fancy. Now, Wendy, are these people still friends of yours? Yes, all of them. All of them. You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) I want to hear some Eugene Levy stories. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm into that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) I'll get them ready. Holy (laughs) moly. Scott, when did you start stand up at dry cleaning? I can't match that. I can't match that. <laughs> That's so crazy. I took myself way too seriously for that that type of thing. You know, I went to fancy theater school and got my studio. So if I'm going to be an actor, I got to immerse myself and learn to do Shakespeare and play Hamlet by the time I'm 30. And, you know, I took myself very seriously. And I still do, as you can tell. So, yeah, I, I was I was like the opposite of that. And, you know, and here's the thing about Wendy and I, what we've discovered, we, we like to give each other a hard time. You know, because she does theater, but, you know, in Chicago, we separate the theater from the comedians, right? Yeah. They're not the same thing in Chicago. So we both turn our noses down to each other. Oh, know? good. Good. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> it's a oh, healthy you, working oh, relationship. It is. Oh, you guys do, you guys do, oh, you, you work at the Annoyance Theater? Oh, that's not theater. That's, that's improv. Isn't it? That's good sketch comedy, right? That's not real theater. <laughs> So that's the snobbery I come from. A little bit more of that from the South Side Chicago, blue collar to a snob. It's 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 quite a journey. It's quite a journey. <laughs> well, Chicagoans have a sort of a history of being snobby anyway, right? I mean, yeah, but Scott's Scott's down to earth. He's a he's one of those down to earth Chicago theater folk. Well, now, Laura, you just left me hanging, so it sounded like I was being a dick. Where I was going with that <laughs> was <laughs> Chicagoans are very specific about what kind of pizza they have and what goes on their dogs, right? That's a true story. That's true. Right. Okay. That should never be on a hot dog. No mm-hmm. ketchup on a hot dog, ever. Well, ketchup is for children, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, deep dish or? Do I what? Deep dish or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, thin crust. i try to deep dish and i'm more of a thin crust but but here's the thing not new york style because i want my crust to be crispy so that's the difference right the folded mm. fold pizza you yeah. gotta be crispy and so thin. you mean crispy like a cracker yeah a little bit a little yeah. bit like that and you know good amount of cheese though a lot of cheese so what, what what pizza would that be? It's not Chicago style. It's not New York style. What would you call it? It's not uh, Detroit style. What would you call it? I'd, I'd call it Southside Chicago style. It's oh. uh, Palermo's in Chicago is a great place to get it. I heard that's the that's the, the meanest part of town. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Leroy says. That's right. Better beware. So 
all three of you are working on something right now that's going to open, I think, next week even. It's called Pool Boy. Yeah. So first, Wendy, you wrote Pool Boy. What was the inspiration for writing this play? Well, Pool Boy, Steve, was conceived in anger, really. Uh, that's the truth. I it was during the pandemic. I was house sitting and I binged watched everything you could possibly binge. And so I started reading the newspaper and um, I started seeing um, headlines like theater is dead. You know, COVID kills theater too. And I thought, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It was like the journalist didn't ever meet any theater people. You know, like we were talking about high school, right? The drama kids. Theater people are the last people on the face of the earth who are going to let their passion die, right? So I decided that being a self-proclaimed theater person, in my eyes, maybe not in Scott or Chicago's eyes, <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought, you know what? If theater has to change a little bit to accommodate a worldwide pandemic, then so be it. I'm going to write a play that happens outside for socially distanced actors and a socially distanced audience. And Pool Boy came out. So would it be safe to say that if you slit your wrist, pages fall out? <laughs> yes. And ice skates and tears. Well, the ice skates is what you use to slit your wrist. But, oh, yeah, uh, that's right. But yeah, so so you're you're dyed in the wool, never gonna give up on your drama nerd, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I love theater, I love being in the audience, I love writing theater, I like being on stage. I'm not the best actor, perhaps, but um I like to think eventually I'll be on stage again in some great production. We'll see. I love everything about it. I love the moment the lights go down, I love the moment there are no lights, I love the moment the audience is filing in. I love it all. Okay. So yeah. you wrote Pool Boy during COVID sort of as a reaction to COVID and the ridiculous hypothesis that COVID killed the theater, yep. live theater. So now that Pool Boy is about to start, COVID's over. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, COVID's over here, but people are still reacting to it. But yeah. Are, are all of yeah. y'all in LA? No. no, Scott Scott lives up in Northern California, and he's Gross. been coming down every week to rehearse. Wow. But Wendy and I are here in L.A., and our sound designer is flying all over right now. So he's coming in from Chicago, too. But he, he's based in L.A., but he's always traveling. So he's going to be here for two days for our tech. And what's his name? Lindsay Jones. Oh, oh Lindsay Jones. Sound designer. He is amazing. Fantastic. Follow him on at the Lindsay Jones. Fantastic. Scott, since Lindsay is coming in from Chicago, why don't you ring him up and tell him to bring you one of those cracker ass pizzas? I should. I should. I've had actually I've been in Chicago right this very moment. Oh, cool. Family, so I have had a lot of pizza while I'm here. Steve, to oh, your sure. point about now that COVID's over, you know, it's one of the reasons I wanted to produce this play because I don't know about you, but this past year has brought out, I mean, Everybody I know got weird. I mean, this is uncharted territory. Everybody, everybody I know got a little weird during that year, you know? And so for me, it was like, it was hard to reconcile coming out of something as unprecedented as we've gone through and kind of just pretend that it didn't happen and just like go about life. Hey, let's do a production of, uh, you know, a Shakespeare production. Like, you know what I mean? It just didn't fit for me. And so it was like, this play came along and it's so beautifully written. 
it's a comedy. It's just, it's delightful. It's absolutely, it's quirky and it has depth and it's just beautiful. And I thought, okay, and it addresses some of the things that we've all been through this past year. And I thought, okay, yes, thank you. I want to see that. I have no desire right now to, to see True West or, you know, a, a product right now. I need a catharsis to be able to say, oh yeah, and laugh at what's, you know, kind of have some levity behind what's happened this past year. You know, and I think I think others do too. You know, we're all just coming out of this. And my friend put it such a beautiful way. We all are coming out of it. We still have bubble gum on our feet and you know, on our shoes that we're just kind of maneuvering, kind of getting back into the world, but with a little bit different energies, we kind of slow into what this new norm is. You know what I mean? I do. Sort of a enjoy art of the moment in the moment. Right. Scott, how did you come to be a part of this project? You're directing this, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Laura and I had worked together years back. We did Killer Joe and Bug, which are two pretty successful productions. Congratulations on the Ovation Awards for oh, those, okay. or for yeah. at least Killer Thank Joe. Good job. Thank you. So we've been keeping in contact on and off, especially since I moved to the West Coast three years ago. Even though I'm six-hour drive away, I had done um, a workshop production with Versus Theater. And then I saw her again. We were trading plays back and forth quite a bit. And then she called me up and said, I got this play that'd be really good coming out of COVID. You know how Laura is. I think it's great. I think it's a beautiful play. I think it'd be great. And then she sends it to me. And I, I agree. And everything that Laura just said, I, I totally agree with. And I put on top of that, I've always loved site-based pieces as well, because, you know, it's not just up somebody's house, right? So when you approach a, a piece of theater, a piece of art from a different angle. So you're approaching this house as a place you're going to come see a play, right? So you're looking at it very differently than if you go visit your neighbor Bob's house or your cousin's house. You just approach the space differently. So it's the thing we used to do very pretentiously in grad school. You put a frame around it, right? So you, you, you put a frame around the house. And with that frame comes all the thing that that house brings, the history behind every little piece of furniture, every little artistic thing. And this house is full of them. If we go in that back space, there's a story behind every table, every chair, the side of the pool, the jacuzzi that's part of the pool. So that's what this space brings to it to add to the, the history of this and our own human history of these two people dealing with a pandemic that wasn't that long ago, the, the recent history of it. And I would say, you know, this whole COVID thing and with this Delta variant, we're in it and our head's above water, but there might be a dip again, right? So it's good to kind of look at it with these lenses. And so many things have come out of COVID at the cost of, you know, 4 million worldwide people passing. But so many things have come out of COVID, like this play, like me being able to work with Laura again, with me meeting new families through the pod we create with my daughter's thing, through getting closer to a lot of people I might not have been closer to and spending all the time with my six-year-old I might not have been able to spend with. So, so many things positive did come out of that. I hate to get corny, but the resilience of humanity to grab hold of, 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 of the positiveness. And that's what this play does. These two people, these two characters are in very tough situations in their lives. One is coming up one at it one way to try to solve it. Another is coming at it another way and try to find that middle ground where the, that resiliency meets is, like Laura says, just beautiful and funny. I mean, it's a very funny play, very funny and moving and touching. So did I just talk for a really long time there? No, no it's good. No, it so Everything you said, well good. Said. Yeah. Perfect. 
<laughs> so I, I think it's awesome to have some sort of humor come out of everything that has happened for the last going on two years. I, I think that is what we need. I think that is what we deserve. <laughs> and I think it's what's necessary to kind of help ground people and maybe, I don't know, maybe pull some of our heads out of our asses because some of us did go down some pretty dark rabbit holes during that time. And I think maybe humor and comedy and live performances and, and these things, I think they're super integral to our human history and our evolution into whatever's going to happen next. Hey, Streetwalkers, here's a word from our sponsors. Welcome to the Player Series. I'm Gary Player, and throughout the series, we're going to take you through incredible stories, conversations with legends and current players, perspectives on current events in and around golf, and much more. Don't forget to subscribe to the Player Series on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Let's get back into it. Laura. When Wendy wrote this, did she just call you and you were like, oh, cool, let's let me produce that. How, how did how did you get this from Laura? I mean, from Wendy, how did it get to Laura? Well, it was really cool. I had a friend of mine who said, uh, hey, I've got this playwright who's looking for a producer. And um, I mentioned your name and I said, send me this, send me the play. You know, I had about, you know, maybe an hour bandwidth left during that time in, in quarantine. And so this play is an hour long. It's a one act, so to speak. So I was like, ooh, okay, I can, I can commit to 35 pages. I can commit to that. <laughs> so I read it and it just knocked my socks off. It just absolutely said, it said all the things that were, you know, I had gone through this past year. And I mean, actual things that I've said, it just hit me in such a profound way. And so I basically said to Wendy, I want to do this. I want to be in it. And I want to produce the hell out of it. 
And uh, at that time, you know, she was considering directing it. And I said, I have this director who I think can bring something really special to this play. And I always think that it's nice to have the playwright and the director, not the same person in, in theater. In film and television, I think it's great. But in theater, for me, it's it's a new perspective. You know, there's it's just so many things to open up. And especially Scott, he's just, he's our fancy theater guy. And he he's just incredibly knowledgeable, so well-versed. And so he said yes, and we just kind of flew. And at, at that point, she had had this actor, Pat Town, who's fantastic, a Chicago, another Chicago person, kind of attached to it. And we read with him and I mean, you know, it was a no-brainer. He's fantastic. And it was like cast and crewed up in, you know, 24 hours. This is going to sound super uneducated, but that's for a reason. So there are no uh, stupid questions, Steve. Oh, you sound like my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> he used to tell me the only stupid question was the unasked one. And oh, that, that's good. That annoyed the shit out of all my teachers. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so <laughs> most of the people who listen to this are not LA centric. Okay. And probably even more than that are not in the biz, whether mm. it's TV, film, or um, plays or theater. Sorry. What people think about Hollywood goes like this Wendy said, Hey, Laura, I want you to produce this play. And Laura said, Well, I'm only going to produce it if I can be in it. And that sort of sounds a little diggish over here on this side, but is that how it happened? Or did you just say, like, were you going to produce it anyway? Or were you like, seriously, only if I can be in it because I'm me? Like, how, how did that well, work? Actually, it's interesting because at one point there, I think Wendy had somebody in mind to be in it and we were going to split the role. You know, we were going to kind of tag team on it and have different perspectives. She's a very different actress. And we were going to kind of tag team. And I was fine with that, too. So just to be clear, you guys were going to tag team the pool boy. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the, yeah, you got to get a couple of those. I mean, here's, here's the truth of it, Steve. The truth of it is theater is the thankless job. I mean, you know, you get paid a sandwich, if that. You have to love it. You have to absolutely love it. It's an endeavor, especially as a producer, that is incredibly time consuming. And if I find a piece that feels so in line with me at this point, obviously I, I know, you know what I can bring to the table and what I can't as an actor. Yeah, I'm gonna fight for it. Cause it, you know, I wanna play. It, it, this is why you see a lot of actors produce their own material because you know when you find something and you creatively just wanna grab onto it, you're going to find every way. It's like, it goes back to what Wendy was saying, passion. You've got to have passion. And if I can jump in here just for a second, just to appease perhaps your audience, we've already established how much of a snob I am. So <laughs> that being said, I'm not going to direct this play if I didn't think Laura was going to, if Laura, like she didn't put a gun in my head because it's not going to buy me a house in Malibu, right? Directing this play. So if I didn't think she was going to be right for it, she knows me for this point. We haven't worked together in, I don't know, 10 12 years, something like that, maybe longer. And I wasn't going to be like, oh, oh, thank you for giving me this director's job. I don't, you, oh, yes. You know, if, she, if anything, she was going to be right for it, I wouldn't be directing this play. We all have to kind of agree. So it's not like I'm doing this, here's money, we're all being whores, right? That's not this, what this is. Can not I say whores, is whores okay mm -hmm. to say? Yeah. Um, so, well, especially when you're talking about tag team and a pool boy, you can use yeah. the word. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I'm not going to drive six hours, be away from my family, it was a vanity project, yeah. right? So we do theater 
for like the passion that she's saying. We do theater because it's it's worth saying. I could keep my job teaching, you know, at the university and not have to drive down and spend time with my daughter. But I really felt that this was worth doing. With Laura in the part, I could see it. I could see it happening. And talk after talking to Wendy too. You know, I interviewed them as much as anything. I interviewed Wendy. We talked. We read the play. We talked. You know, and she interviewed me. She might have been mm-hmm. like. So it was kind of like a come together. So before, you know, it's kind of like, okay, you feel each other out, right? And then it's like, okay, we're going to do this. Let's get a team, right? So boom. So as much as it might sound like it was like, you know, we're doing it for, for exposure or that's no way where you don't get enough exposure for it to be worth that, I guess is what we're saying. Yeah, not at all. And if I, if I can speak to your point about your audience, this is a perfect example of people coming together in the name of being able to create and do the thing that you love to do. So as a universal message, especially coming out of a year where you're questioning how you want to live your life moving forward and do I still want to do this? And, you know, what is my purpose and all this stuff that I think were the big questions on on people's mind during this time, some, some people. I think that being able to realize, and obviously, you know, questioning your mortality, right? This obviously brought up a lot of feelings of that. Now is the time to do all the things that you want to do. Do it now. Do it now. You know what I mean? And so I think that was a perfect example of Wendy writing a play and, you know, Scott, you know, taking time away from his kid to, to direct this because he felt powerful about it. Me producing and being in it and everybody doing this endeavor for hardly any money because of those questions, those bigger questions. And I think those are universal questions for everybody, you know? So the reason that I catched it that way, like I said, the perception of Hollywood is X. And the reason that I I did it that way is because I wanted you guys to help set the record straight that not all of Hollywood is like that. Not all projects are like that. A lot of projects get done because of passion, not because of vanity, like Scott was saying. So thank you all for your your answers. That was fantastic. Wendy, why? (laughs) Why pool boy? Now, we haven't talked about what this is about, really. Um, I mean, ve- in, in Vagities, we have vagaries. Vagaries? I like Vagities. Whatever Thanks. you said there, I like it. Vagaries. Yeah, I'm adopting that I'm, in my book. Yeah, me too. Well. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we kind of have, but not really. So why did you decide to, I mean, I can't imagine that this is, is what it sounds like, but why did you decide to write a two-person porno that takes place in front of people <laughs> at somebody's house? okay first of all it's not two people it's three no i'm kidding it's not a porno it's not it's you know what i experienced during the pandemic was uh let's just bring us all down now loneliness oh cool isolation Hmm. you know uh what scott was talking about coming up against mortality you know i was living with my 20 year old son at the beginning of the pandemic and i took some house sitting gigs because the two of us were fighting so much, you know, a 20 year old and somebody my age had very different experiences in the pandemic. He wanted to see his friends and I didn't want his friends to kill me sort of thing. So I took these house sitting gigs to give us some space and be careful what you wish for, because being alone in a pandemic was eye opening. One of the reasons this play came out was because I started to, like everybody did, reflect on exactly what Laura was talking about. What do I want to do? Who am I? 
why am I alone? <laughs> like all those things. The play is about a house sitter and a pool boy. And as I house sat this house that had a pool, I thought, who could I, in my imagination, uh, bring to me wish fulfillment, maybe some sort of wish fulfillment on my part. And it was the pool guy who showed up. And, you know, I don't really write anything I haven't lived through or experienced, you know, I'm kind of that kind of writer. And so um, that's why. Does that answer your question? That kind Not of meandered. All. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> of course it did. Thank you for that. I'm sorry. I have to say this because I've been thinking it the whole time. Who was the name of the lady who just won the most recent Academy Award for Best Actress? Uh, Frances McDormand? Yes. Mm. So, Wendy, I hope you take this in the spirit in which it is intended. You look like a super hot version of her daughter. <laughs> That's, I can die now. <laughs> oh my god i love that so much in love fact that. i'm gonna put that i'm gonna put that on my resume under oh, special skills or something i mean seriously <laughs> give them street cred give it to steve owens <laughs> I, will. Yes. I love that so much <laughs> who doesn't want to look or be like her hello oh one well there even you scott wants to be like her that's, that's for, sure. for sure yeah for sure well, if y'all have seen that movie, I think all you got to do is poop in a bucket in a van and you are more like her than you were before. Well, who hasn't done that already? Though? Exactly. Well, there you go. Theater people, Steve. Theater people. You got me there. <laughs> Scott, what did your wife say when you said, hey, I'm going to go direct Pool Boy? Was she just like, um, is there something we need to discuss? Is there a conversation we need to have? <laughs> No, my wife's pretty practical. She's like, okay, what's the schedule? When will you be gone? When are you coming back? Where are you going to stay? How much are you getting paid? How much are you getting paid? How much are you getting paid? <laughs> I was wondering why that was the last question. I'm glad you said it three times. I was like, why she is that knows. last? She knows. <laughs> yeah, she knows. But Laura knows this. When it was originally put out there, my name wasn't on the publicity because, you know, she's, Laura, in her, in her producing marketing she she likes to drop in little hints that that's teasers and at first it was just wendy hopkins and she goes i'm not going to spread that around facebook without your name on it you gotta ask for your name on that so she's kind of like <laughs> she got it so i asked for it and laura gave it to me yeah. so you know just things like that just so no she's super supportive about it and i can only do this once every year or so to, to be able to drive down unless something more local. I mean, I do have a couple other little projects I might be doing, but those will be more home-based. No, she's, she's great. She's great. But uh, yeah, that's what she said. Nice. So, we love Sabine. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool name. I like that. Yeah. So Laura, when you told your man, your husband, Hey, I'm going to be, there's only two of us. It's called the pool boy. <laughs> going to be at somebody's private residence. I mean, this sounds very Harvey Weinstein. So <laughs> what right. did your husband say, Laura? Uh, well, first of all, he's stage managing this production. because He was a fan. So that's what he said. He so said, he, okay, but I'm going to be there. Yeah, he's going to be there. <laughs> all right. He's going to be there for sure. Yeah, no, he was he was excited because he read it. He, he thought it was fantastic. He thought it was fantastic. So incredibly, and he's a writer. So he's, you know. It's kind of snobby. I love when when spouses read the thing and then sometimes they even have to convince the the principal to be in it. Like I interviewed Jack Palance's widow and he got the script 
of city slickers from billy crystal and he read it and was like i'm not doing this piece of shit this is not who i am i'm as like scott he's like i'm serious like i'm a serious actor i'm a serious <laughs> industry guy i'm not doing this fucking nonsense and then his wife elaine she read it and was like uh jack you are gonna do this because this is an amazing movie and you're gonna be great just do it serious like you want to do, but this is going to be amazing. And we all know how that turned out, right? He I ended up doing that film without him. That no, no, yeah. was, he was I don't think it would have got made far. without him. I mean, he was, it was fantastic. And he ended up doing push ups at the Oscars because of it. Hey, Streetwalkers, here's a word from our sponsors. It is 2140. You are trapped in an underground bunker. Built a century ago to protect mankind from the pandemic on the surface. Now ruled by tyrants and their robot army. You are an outcast, an orphan, a scavenger, blind, afraid, and alone. You are Ace, a survivor, and you will try to escape this place. This place known as... Subterra. Subscribe to Subterra at iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's get back into it. So a little bit more about Pool Boy. It, it opens on July 17th, and I believe it runs through August 22nd. Is that right? That is Right. This we, takes place at somebody's actual home. So yeah. it's only on the weekends. A beautiful home on Mulholland Drive. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. It can seat 100 people, but we're not, we're not doing that. We're going to make it spacious for our set designer, by the way. Sybil, she's fantastic. And she's designed these kind of little 
promenade, so to speak, of where everybody's sitting. So everybody's kind of social distanced and if, you know, feels comfortable and safe. And it runs Saturday and Sunday at 515. We, we have this cocktail hour that we're doing mm-hmm. at six o'clock uh, is the play. It lasts an hour, which is like perfect for my bandwidth. Maybe Wait, so there's a 45 minute cocktail hour with real cocktails? <laughs> yes. For real? For real. As a matter of fact, Pool Boy Wines, I got to give them a plug. That's not a, that's not a real winery. Yes, it is. They're a French company and they are sponsoring our event. It's uh, fantastic. I know. All right. I put, put your producer hat on real quick. How in the fuck did you find a French winery named Pool Boy who was going to provide that? No, my friend Tasha, Tasha Ames texted me. She was at, she was at Whole Foods and she said, oh my God, look at this wine. And I, w- I was like, this is perfect. This is perfect. I'm going to reach out to them. And the stars aligned and they said yes. And we could not be more grateful. This is going to be so much fun being able to kind of, you know, lift them up here and have our little cocktail hour. And that's, that's amazing. Part. It is. That's a great part of it. Doing it even again, going back to the site-based thing becomes events, right? I mean, theater, going to a theater is an event anyway, but this even more so. You got the cocktail hour. You go around mm-hmm. to the back, you see the sun setting in Hollywood Hills. I mean, Hollywood is a character in the play, yeah. basically. You know, you're on Mulholland Drive. You think David Lynch. You think uh, Sunset Boulevard. You think Old Hollywood. Not too distant Hollywood and old Hollywood. It all kind of is there. It's present as you watch these two people literally zooming in on these two people. Yeah, and it also has well. like... An underbelly secret, yep. you know, mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of that way. So there's, you know, it's kind of, it's sexy, I think. <laughs> so w- without naming names, obviously, the person who owns this home, do we know that name? Uh, his name is Mayron, and he's fantastic. He is a big supporter of the arts. He is a clearly, character. he is a character. We love him. He's, he's just, uh, he's got this labradoodle. I don't know. We're going to, here's the thing. I've never done site specific theater before. I've never so heard of it, it before. <laughs> I'm learning, Steve. I'm learning through this. And we're, we're doing it for with someone's home and we're going to see how this tech week goes. And it's a really exciting thing for me, at least. And I can't speak for anyone else, but to be coming out of this pandemic and just doing things that you haven't done before. Now's the time. Do it. Do it. You know? And so, you know, this owner is graciously allowing us to be in his house and, you know, who knows, he might be showing up in a robe one day. I don't know. Uh, who knows what happens with him? <laughs> so let, me, let me write him apart. If that's going to happen, I want a little bit of notice just so I can just write a little part. Makes sense. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. But Second City is all about improv, right? <laughs> yeah. If you know how to do it, Steve, oh. if you don't, then you're just showing up. Well, who knows? I don't know. You're right. I say that. Yes, and. I'm not, not going to belittle the fact that this production is a mean fighting machine. We've got some serious players in this in this production. I mean, Scott, award-winning theater director. Wendy is just an incredible writer who's written TV shows and films and just you know, she's just uh, you know, all these people. Sybil is a, an award-winning set designer. Lindsay's been nominated for a Tony twice. And Pat oh, wow. and myself have both been in our own glory. So it's just, it's a, it's an incredible team, you know? Sybil Wickeshimer, I believe. Wickeshimer. Is that how, is that how you say Sybil, it? Sybil, we love you. It is now. It is now. <laughs> so Sybil, if you're listening, 
I hope I didn't Love you. But yeah, I figured we had to try to get your last name in. Yeah. And well, and Galari's doing the costumes. Galari, right? who's amazing, who's worked with me before on all the plays that we've done. Right. So we can't forget her. So she has a last name, but we just say Galari because everybody knows who she is. Sure. Mm. Like Cher or Madonna. Or Madonna, yeah. Uh, That's or, one of the other great things about this uh, production, Steve, is that out of the sort of out of the loneliness of COVID has blossomed through Laura, this incredible community of people who are coming together to create something and uh, and want to create something beautiful. It's like out of COVID. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's a COVID flower. There's a saying that I, didn't, I stole. <laughs> I don't know. I, I made that up. Terrible. She says it's funny. And I'm going to say it like pretentiously because I'm pulling it off an NPR interview. What is it? What is it? Out of tragedy of COVID, tragedy is the compost for joy. So, mm. you know. And, and who said that, Scott? Funnier, I say it pretentiously. So this, there we go. Great team, right? <laughs> who said that, Scott? I think it was Plato. for those who don't know the play you got to come see it to understand that reference that's right the plato Mm -hmm. reference nice i love it i love inside jokes that i don't know are funny (laughs) thanks (laughs) (laughs) i love inside jokes where i'm on the outside yeah guys you gotta come see the play you gotta come fly out here and see the play that actually might happen. A friend of mine in LA, he mm. he got married during COVID and, you know, he couldn't have a reception or anything. So he's having one in August. It's been pushed a couple of times, but I think it's going to be in August. So uh, hopefully it will be uh, d- during the, the part of August where you guys are doing your thing. And then I can, I can sneak in there and oh my cause God. a ruckus. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. I would absolutely I love, love that idea. Me too. I love it. Laura, I, I just wanted to say, again, I can't believe you found a wine company with the pool boy. That's amazing. And I just wanted to say that now we're Twinkies because it's it's over now. But for almost all of COVID, I had a sponsor and they made a limited edition Fascination Street absinthe. And so they were my sponsor. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was a two-year okay, cool. two barrel-aged absinthe, and they, they called it Fascination Street. So that was super dope. So now we're Twinkies, Laura. Mm-hmm. That is pretty darn cool. I don't know if I can beat that. And some bottles out will serve it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Does Fascination uh-huh. Street want to donate? Like I said, <laughs> that partnership has uh, come to a conclusion. <laughs> but uh, it was delicious. So... Where can people go to get tickets to Pool Boy? Pool Boy on Moholland.com. Nice. And everybody, this is going to be super hard to find if you're looking for the Lost Angels Theater Company. You will be redirected yeah, at every turn to the Los Angeles yeah. Theater Company or whatever. I know, I know. That's why I just, I did Pool Boy on Moholland.com leads you to Lost Angels Theater website it's just i wish i had foresight now i know that you said that uh (laughs) this particular venue seats about 100 people but you're not going to seat 100 people how many how many seats are going to be roughly at each performance 50 oh sweet so it's a black box style small thing Mm -hmm. we've got some fun seating i can't even imagine we've got some vip seating well, I hope that your feet in the pool. That's gonna be so what? weird. 
Like people are going to feel like they're in this play. Yes. 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 That's the whole point of it. The intimacy. Intimacy. The intimate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Please tell me somebody has to sit on the diving board. We don't have a diving board because mm-hmm. you know, they're, not, they're not legal anymore. You can't, you can't have a diving board anymore in Los Angeles. But you can't have a gun. That's great, guys. Yeah. Anyway, wow. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. That's another play. Well, that is <laughs> another play. Real, all right? Wendy's keeping it <laughs> like, real. What? I didn't know you couldn't have a diving board. Start mm-hmm. writing that one, Wendy. What? It's called, but you can <laughs> okay. have a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, as we're heading out, is there anything that we didn't talk about or I didn't ask you about that you guys wanted to talk about today? Did we cover everything? It's a comedy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No guns. No guns. It's a comedy. No guns. It's a comedy. Okay. There's drinks. It's about 50 to 55 minutes long. It's funny. Did I say it's a comedy? Yeah. It's important to say both of those things because yeah, I've absolutely. seen some things build as a comedy that were not funny. Well, this, you know, it's not a laugh a second, some, but there's humor in it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the graduate is a comedy, right? Let me put mm-hmm. it that way. Yes. I like that. Love that. Love that. <laughs> love it Wendy where can people find you on social media I am wendyhopkins.com and um, let me see uh, Wendy L. Hopkins so you can imagine what the L stands for very boring uh, Wendy L. Hopkins on Twitter and um, Instagram stuff like that I was trying to think of a figure skating move that starts with an L but I can't I can't do it Lutz double Damn Lutz see, yeah see. yeah yeah, there that's you what go. it stands for. All right, I right, could right. never do one of those, but in my mind, I could. You and me both, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, where can we find you on social media? I don't know, Laura. Where can you find me on social media? Oh my God, Scott, come on, get out of the dark ages, bud. I, I have a Facebook page thing, so it's just my name. I'm on Instagram too, but I, think, I can't remember my name. I think it's Scott Cummins sixty six. It could be. All right, so uh, if you're looking for Scott, go to myspace.com forward slash. <laughs> there you go. Story. Story. Oh, my God. Laura, where are you at? It's, it's with my Napster account. So. <laughs> I'm at Laura Neemi, spelled uh, N-I-E-M-I. But you can also follow on Instagram, uh, Lost Angels Theater Company. Oh, yes. Theater spelled the traditional way. R-E. Because we're fancy. Yes, theater. Um, yeah, that's where we're going to be posting a lot of updates, and we're going to have some fun videos that we're going to be sharing. We're going into Tech Week this week, which means crazy town. So we're probably going to have some fun posts up there and some fun behind the scenes vids. Uh, yeah. Laura, I read that this upcoming season will be the last season of This Is Us. Is that true? It is. I'm so sad. I'm so. I'm already having separation anxiety because. I mean, what a great gig. What a great, great gig it has been for me. I think it's super interesting that the last thing we heard was um, that they had got, you guys had got picked up for three seasons and then now that's it. Just the third one. No more. No more after that. Do you know why? Is it just run its course or? I think it was always Dan's vision. You know, I think that was always in the cards, you know. That's cool. Rock on. I'm glad that he, that the network let him tell his story. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he's got a lot of other endeavors that he's doing, you know, with film and television. Sure. Yeah, I think that was always planned. If it went, this is what it would be. Now, 
You don't have to say. You might not know. You might can't say. Are we going to see you in this last season? I can't say. I, I hope so. I mean, I, I I can't imagine not. But you know, there you go, thinking again. You know, which it's actors have it that you never know. I think it would be um, sad to not not close it out. Your storyline was sort of open ended. Like there there was yeah. no resolution or follow up or anything. So. All right, cool. Well, I, I, I hope think so. so. Wendy Hopkins, Laura Nimmy, Scott Cummins, thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your busy day to hang out and let us get to know you a little bit better on Fascination Street. Everybody go check out Pool Boy in Los Angeles, opening on July the 17th, going through August the 22nd. It's weekends only. You heard the website. It is poolboyonmulholland.com. For tickets and go get them. There's going to be alcohol there. There's going to be feet dangling in pools there. There may or may not be a homeowner wandering through this scene naked <laughs> under his bathrobe. So, oh, God. <laughs> Poor Wendy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Baby. Oh, my God. That, he, hey, that's the beauty of theater, right? Well, that is fantastic. Make sure that your set designer has a merkin and a sock just in case. <laughs> <laughs> and and you guys again thank you so much have a great weekend thank, thank you. you thank you thank you have a great weekend and i hope thank to you, see Steve. you i hope to see you at the play me too we'll see what happens thank you guys thank okay you. thanks bye-bye bye. Bye, guys bye Opening music is the song Magnolia from the 2001 album Intransigence, used with permission from Douglas Miles Clark. Closing music is from the song Say My Name off the 2021 album Underdog Anthems, used with permission from Jax Hollow. If you like the show, tell a friend. Subscribe and rate and review the show on iTunes and wherever else you download podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. All the episodes are available there as well. Check me out on Vero at Fascination Street Pod and TikTok at Fascination Street Pod. And again, thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.